Ladies and gentlemen, I know we took a little bit of a hiatus, but we're back. And I got my beatbox expert here with me. I was eating this is sandwich. Episode 46 of our podcast, Not For Time. Hold on. Yeah. I'm still listening. Okay. It's got to always turn the hat back around. It's serious now. Serious. It's super serious. We're talking about listening. We're talking about hats. Talking about hats? <laughs> what? You're not listening right now. <laughs> We're talking about how to listen better. It's something that we've covered in the past a little bit, but we've, we're shedding some new light with some new ideas on how to listen. Um, you know, Ryan, what do you, what do you, what's your initial thought on this podcast? Because I presented it to you last night. And? And it took you four hours to reply. <laughs> and then you said, looks good to me. <laughs> um, you know, in my defense, this is, this is a really long, <clears throat> stressful uh, week for me, but... Um, I think it's good. I think listening is very important. It's funny. I'm reading a book about the um, about our subconscious, and they call it the new unconsciousness. And it talks about um, just things that you do on a day to day, and you might not even know it how it affects everything, right? So listening, mm-hmm. you might not ever interact with that person, but hearing it and it kind of seeping in, it might show its show its face down the road. Um, so it's a pretty interesting book. Um, it's definitely a topic that I'll want to discuss down the road, but I can see how the book I'm reading um, about subconscious or the new unconscious can affect and how to listen better, right? So you have this pretty interesting little statement here. Yeah. and uh, This was pretty, pretty heavy. Um, not, not heavy, it's just an interesting thought. Um, from the time we leave the womb and let out our first scream. And <laughs> oh my God, I wasn't ready for that. From the time we leave the womb and let out our first scream, we spend the rest of our lives just wanting to be heard, but we never really listen, right? Yeah, I mean, I think if you think about it, you always hear, oh, you know, what's a good trait? And you, you know, you always hear someone say, oh, I want to be a good listener, yeah, right? Yeah. A lot of people want to talk, but no one ever listens. And right? in a lot of relationship uh, experts, that's the, that's the key to a happy relationship is listening and communication and that kind of thing. So it's a huge part of life, right? Well, yeah, and we're not talking about just physical relationships right. we're talking yeah, exactly. any type of relationship uh, boss to employee employee to boss um, teacher mentor that kind of stuff yeah coach to uh, to member member to coach um, you have to be able to listen and and I think this is where I get frustrated because there are many conversations I have throughout the day there's one thing to say I listened and actually absorb what is being told mm-hmm. and then it's another and not told in a bad way but absorbed of what is being said or conversed versus listening and already knowing your answer and what you're going to do and yeah. saying basically F off. I don't really care what you're saying. I'll listen to every right. word you say, but but I'm telling you this marker is black before you give exactly. me the case of why it's a soft gray. And uh, that's actually funny you mentioned that because later on we do have the four villains of listening. And that's a really I didn't even read number four. No, that's, that's really good because you're jumping ahead. You're one of the four villains. I'm a villain, huh? <laughs> Well, <laughs> uh, number two up here, we're, we're kind of thinking about, you know, how to get better at listening. Nobody in school really taught us how to listen, did they? They taught us a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah, reading, so what you have down there is, a, you know, at school you're reading, you're writing, math, science, social studies, all that other stuff. Um, but we spend about 55% of our day listening, and then you even added some more after we talked about that subject, is that we're always on our phones now, we're always looking at something, you're watching videos, um, it's funny, I was just having a conversation with Kelly Ignore downstairs, or no, Ignore. Yeah. And uh, 
Bobby was sitting right there, and I said, tell her, Bobby. Hey, hey, Bobby, tell her. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I mean, he was literally <laughs> right, right next to us. Right there, exactly. And uh, it's and it's no fault of his own, but, yeah. um, you know, really, if you think about it, people are, are so entrenched in these cell phones nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they, they definitely don't listen. I, and I know for myself, when... When, when the kids or Rachel or somebody else is talking to me and I have my phone mm-hmm. and I'm looking at something, I, I'm not not listening, but I'm not engaged on what is being said. Right, right, absolutely. For me, I have to focus exactly what's in front of me. When I write an email and Joel starts talking to me, I'm like, dude, I cannot listen to you and, and write. Exactly. Because everything in my email gets jumbled up. Right. Yeah, you start typing what you're saying to yeah. Joel, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so how many times does that happen in your life? You've got to think there's so many different things out there vying for your attention. you got Facebook, Instagram, wife, kids, family, friends, driving. There's so YouTube. many things out there. YouTube. Netflix. Netflix. And members, chill. Wow, yeah, chilling too. All that. Oh. It's really hard to laser focus in on that one thing and, and listen. So we got to train our brain to listen. Um, now up there, you want to read that next one, Ryan? This is a good one. I, I mean, if I can read your chicken scratch, yeah, but to be successful, we have to listen to the needs of our husband, wives, employees, employers, coaches, members, mentors, et cetera, et cetera, right? And that's, that's huge, right? Um, and once again, listening and understanding and absorbing what is being conversed or talked or told um, is huge, not just listening and saying, hey, I already know the answer. Right. Um, uh, I'll break it down to layman's terms. I went to a parent-teacher conference yesterday for David, who's nine, and he's in fourth grade. Now, this is the first time I've ever had to experience this, but the way that this school does it is they bring the child, you bring the child with you for the parent-teacher conference. Okay. And you have the teachers, the parents, and the child, and the child has to be able to tell you what they're doing good in, what they're doing bad in. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's pretty honest. Right? I like that. And, um... One of the things that they were discussing was um, how David can be a little stubborn when he has he knows the answer. Mm, okay. Right? And so we all have to sit there and be like, hey, man, you know, just because you think you know the answer, there might be a different way. You might be right, but there might be a right. different way to get there. Absolutely. Right? Um, so that was an interesting way to have that conversation with him. But, yeah, you, you have to be able to be open on your listening skills. Absolutely. And that's something too, you know, these are all all what we just mentioned there, husband, wives, employers, employees. It's relationship based and we'll kind of talk about that too coming up in a little bit. But we mentioned it, the four villains of listening. Um, and, and if you really kind of think about it, this is so true and we can all kind of be the same one. Ryan, Ryan you got something to say? The dramatic. Yeah. That's number one, the dramatic. The dramatic. Love the story but can't wait to tell a better one. I love that. I call this the one upper. The one upper, yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's Dude, I just snatched two twenty five. Awesome. Well, I just snatched two twenty seven. And I only slept forty seven minutes last night. You know, that's yeah, the kind of. Guy. I love that one. The one upper. Oh, I remember I was driving down fifty, and this guy cut me off. Well, I remember when I was driving down exactly. fifty, and five cars cut me off. I somehow flipped the car over, and it turned into a transformer. <laughs> exactly, it's that guy, the one upper. Don't be the one upper. Um, I have a close friend that's a one upper. There you go, right there. You just did be it. You're a one-upper right there. I'm one-upping right <laughs> now. I have a close friend that's a one-upper. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She works here. <laughs> Who's that? She'll know when she hears it. <laughs> uh, we got the dramatic. You've got the lost. He's the guy that's constantly saying, can you repeat that? Or downstairs, Bobby. What? 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 
Let me look at you with my soft amiable eyes. <laughs> so they're the one that's kind of always kind of lost a little bit. But the reason why that person is quote unquote the lost one right. is because they're not engaged in the conversation, right? Yeah, it might like not the, be something that it tickles their fancy. It might not be yeah. something that they even understand. Um, dude, once again, I tell everybody this. I'm all experience based on what how I react in these type of conversations. I just got some tattoo work done. My tattoo artist is huge in understanding the political world and everything like that. He's he's talking with this dude about stuff, and I'll be honest, like half the shit they said was going right over my head, and I was like, I'm just gonna be quiet, yeah, and not only, say much. You can only nod and mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, point. yeah, yeah. Great point. Great Good, point. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> let me look back at my phone. Yeah. So we got that guy, the lost one, and then this one we kind of mentioned a little bit, the shrewd. This is your guy that's a medical sales uh, profession. He uh, constantly strokes his chin. He knows what's being said. He hears you, but he's already formulated his opinion and missed what's actually being said. Does that make sense? That's like, I think that's a good one. That's one I... Yeah, it's, it's definitely somebody that um, I would say when, when speaking to, to certain type of personalities, it could be somebody uh, almost like the analytical person. Right? Because they are so book-driven, smarts-driven, educated-driven. They might know the answer because they read it in a book, but the answer might be slightly different because of an experience exactly. or something that you felt or touched. Very, very true. Right. So the interpreter, not that they're discrediting your conversation and they're not listening, right? but they, they already have their answer because everything for them, an interpreter, is black and white. This is what it is. This is what, this is, this is what Jeopardy told me. Yeah. Yeah, right. absolutely. So. And if we look at the constant theme among those four things, it's a it's a thing that they're not listening. They're already thinking about what to say. The dramatic is thinking of his next story. The lost is not even in the situation at all. And the interrupter is already thinking of a way he can interrupt you. And then, of course, the shrewd is, he knows his opinion. He's going to give it to you as soon as you stop talking. Yeah, and, and I mean, if you look at it in the sense of being a better person in today's society, if you talk about what we've talked about on personalities, the dramatic person is probably going to be that expressive person, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? Um, the lost person, I would probably put as the driver, right? Because they're not focused. They're, they're yeah, engaged exactly. on you, right? The driver needs direct boom, 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 boom. Right? The interpreter is probably the analytical person. So what's the last one? The shrewd? The shrewd. Yep. Medical. That's what is that? What medical is your... sales professions. Yeah? yeah. Here's you, but already formatted opinions and missed what you actually are being said. Yeah. Maybe an amiable person, salesperson. You know, you got to be able to sell. You got to be able to have those fluttering eyes. You got to have that charm of a of a salesperson, right? <clears throat> and once again, none of those personalities are wrong or bad. You just have to understand that your personality might change how you listen to things. And I was just gonna say that leads us into our next point, Ryan. This is listening is situational, and listening is relationship based. So let's just I like this example here. If you told me to take the garbage out right now, Ryan, I would stop the podcast, go downstairs, and take the garbage out. But if my roommate said, Cameron, can you get the garbage? I'm going to tell him to screw off and get it himself. What about if I told you to drive slower in the parking lot? All right, listen, we can address it. I drove super (laughs) slow. I took my turn wide. Chrissy was racing through the parking lot. You know how I drive. Come on. I'm so slow. What if if we told you to get trash bags a week ago? <laughs> so it still hurts. I'm still, 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 still. I am going. Bye. I'm out. I'm gonna get the trash bag. Damn it. <laughs> um, no, it is. It, it, it is situational, right? Obviously, in a marriage or a, a, 
romantic relationship, the way you listen mm-hmm. is probably going to be a little bit more um, attentive. Right. You know, you don't want to go to bed angry to where the listening to your roommate to take the trash out could be very different, right? Mm-hmm. Just like you just gave that example. So yeah. um, it's very situational. I think that the next time you have a conversation, anybody will be in the next 10 minutes. Yeah. Focus on listening to what is actually being said. And don't have an answer right away. Give it like three to five seconds before you even give a response. Oh, absolutely. And, that, and that's, that's huge. That's a huge part of this next one too. Um, talking about the difference between good and great, a good and great listener uh, is someone who understands the 125-400 rule. We speak at 125 words per minute, but we can understand and listen to 400 words per minute. Pretty deep stuff right there. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's intense. I, I mean, <laughs> you got Cam- Cameron definitely did some research here today. He's <laughs> um, bringing out some numbers. I, I think that's, that's some great information. Um, uh, it's, it's so true, though. Yeah, true. I mean, you gotta you gotta kind of think before you before you speak, right? And I, yeah. That that gets a lot of people in trouble, mm-hmm. uh, just for the mere fact that a lot of people react. Um, it's just yeah, you, I mean, instantaneous right? for sure. Um, and I think there's a caveat to that too. Is you know, there's words don't have to be spoke for there to be anything said. There's a lot of words and meaning in the pauses. Am I right, Ryan? Mm-hmm. And the looks and the facial expressions. I don't know what that... You contemplated? What's up? Contemplated? <laughs> what are we talking about here? Yeah. Hey. Um, all right. So that's, that's another very important rule. Um, there's that 400... You can listen to 400 words per minute. And those of you that listen to podcasts on double speed, I know who you are out there. It's a cool thing to do. And you can digest so much content. If you listen to your podcast twice as fast... What? Yeah. Yeah. Don't How can you it. understand the words? You got to practice. It takes practice. What are you talking about? What are you, exactly. Like that? Yeah. That's the dumbest thing <laughs> I heard. That, you're right, that's like trying to... Okay. Speed read? I, I still don't believe in speed reading. Not speed reading. What was it when I used to do tests? The, the Cliff Notes? Oh, yeah. I ain't reading this 500-page book. Go give me this 60-page Cliff Notes. I'll be exactly. able to answer some bullshit. <laughs> I'll make it up. So. Um, and then we got three action steps. Ryan, you want to read off number one before we send the listeners out? <sighs> Breathe deep to listen deep, yep. and that is just deep. Well, it is deep, but there's some science to it, too. Like you said, I did some research. Uh, they're, they're talking about that an oxygenated body and brain functions better, and it makes your mind a little more uh, You're so permeable. so granola. I do. I know. But that's it. Breathe deep to listen deep. It kind of puts your mind in a state that's Because it is deep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the next one there, hydrate. Cell function, we got, we know it in the gym. You know, you got to have that cell function. That's the same thing in the brain, too. I, I love you, but you're, t- hey, everybody that's listening, you have to drink a gallon of water before you can have your next listening conversation. Oh, you want more. You want, like, you want specifics. More. Metrics. Metrics, okay. Yeah. So that's good. Okay, like drink it. a gallon of water before you have No, stop listening. Go drink. Go drink now. And uh, the next one there, Ryan, do you, can you read that? No, I can't read your chicken shit. Announce to a person in a conversation that you're turning your phone off and do it once a day for a week. That right there, I did it last night. I'm not going to say to who because she might be listening. Uh, well, she, no, I guess when she hears it. But Oh, wow. No, it was, oh. it, it was a uh, stop on-ramp. It. on-ramp. Stop it. It was an on-ramp. Just stop it. And we're sitting down and I'm... I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, you know what? Now's a perfect time to practice. I'm going to set my phone down. I turned it off. How can I help you? What are your goals? Let's talk. You should be doing that anyways. Well, yeah, for sure. I do. 
Implement those action steps. Drink more water. Breathe deep when you're listening, and turn that damn phone off at least once a day when you talk to somebody. Yeah, and apply them to at the gym. Yes, Listen, definitely. Put your clips on. <laughs> put your clips on. I mean, I like simple, it. simple stuff. Simple stuff, people. All right. With all that being said, yeah. Do you have a question of the day? No, that's that's where I did all this. I did, you all, did all this. <laughs> no, you didn't. Did you? I timed it all up. All right. Here's a question. Okay. If you had a choice. To either go to a Super Bowl or a Game Seven of the World Series, which one would you go to? The Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah, every time. Over a Game Seven. Yeah. Ooh, that's tough. That that World Series could be like NBA Finals, Game Seven, oh. uh, hockey. Ooh. Maybe Game NBA, Seven. Maybe NBA Finals. Yeah. It's like a Game Seven. I mean, I get it. The Super Bowl is a one and done. Right, but they they've made it to that point. It's it is, exciting. It is it. This like, is it. It works so okay. I'm gonna go basketball. You're gonna, gonna go seven. Game Seven. Yeah. I think a Game Seven. Yeah. I think that's that's great. I think a Game Seven of every single sport, like baseball and baseball, baseball hockey, or, or basketball. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Sold me. I like Seven is pretty intense. Like I mean, have you ever watched a Game Seven on TV? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. that's good. You have a TV? <laughs> I'm trying to sell it. Try I, to. I, would, I would do a Game 7. I would 100% okay. do it. I think you flipped me. I would definitely go Game 7 now. Unless the Redskins are in the Super Bowl. So that was my next question. If the Redskins were in the Super Bowl versus your favorite whatever. Yeah, I'm going to uh, Super Bowl. You want to Super Bowl? Yeah. yeah. Well, guess what, everybody? The Redskins are We're going to the Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, Lord. No, we, we're kind of riding high right now. We're doing all right. No, you just lost. You know, your ass is handed to you. By the by the what, Bills? Yep. See? He's a real fan there. I don't know. The Bills and the Falcons. They're the same team next year. <laughs> um, you got coach's right. tip? Coach's tip of the week. Um, listen to your body. We're coming out with that new personal care segment in the gym. PCS. PCS. That's going to be something you do when you're feeling like crap one day, but you just want to still come in and break a healthy sweat. So yeah. Listen to your body. Yeah. What about you? What do you got? Come support your fellow... CrossFit PR store members at the Thanksgiving Throwdown. When is that again? November 17th. 8 a.m.? 8 a.m. And there'll be a food truck there. Oh, yeah. I heard what the food truck's wow. made. Did he tell you? Can I tell you? Can I tell him? Eggs, Benedict. Benedict, yep. Uh, power or protein pancakes. pancakes with blueberry um, uh, compote. Like a thir- a, a compote. blueberry ajuice <laughs> of the accoutrement. It's going to be a wonderful time. Get he also said something else. We were debating. I think oh, you said either belly. like an egg bake or pork belly or something. Yeah. 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 So get there early. Um, get some good food. I missed out on the banana pudding on a trivia night the other night. I'm still pretty mad about it. I know. Well, you should have listened. I know. That's my that's my infant cry. I just want to be listened to. <laughs> All right. Everybody, that's it. Episode 46. Not the time. Peace. Peace.